so you can hear me gulping water. <laughs> Should we just make this ASMR? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I wish that I could hear what that sounds like. Actually, I will get to hear what it sounds like. <laughs> Our first podcast. <clears throat> Our first podcast is actually ASMR because yes. you can hear me breathing as you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. If we get requests, we're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> was that your stomach? It wasn't mine. I don't know. I literally ate on the way in here. I should have ate. Crap. You should have told me I got two taquitos in the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What are we talking about today? How does she do it all? Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to the Wildflower Project. We are so happy to have you here. Kendra, how was your week? Any life updates? Um, Just build out stuff going with Gilbert. I'm waiting on two contractors to get quotes back to me. Hoping to start demo so soon. Other than that, it just was a crazy week. So busy, but so good. Fun. I love to hear that. How was your week? No major events for me, although I did discover Tony Robbins, and I feel like that has been life-changing. Do you ever listen to him? No, what is that? Tony Robbins? I feel like I know what it is, but you need to refresh my memory. Okay, so actually how I got into this, El Ray came into the studio this week. and Good was old Dr. El Ray. Yes, yes, I know. I love him. Um, so El Ray came into the studio this week and was listening to his Unshakable Challenge. For those of you who don't know, Bill El Ray is the owner of Nexus Rehab. Anyway, El Ray flew to one of Tony Robbins' seminars and he said it was absolutely life-changing. We may have to get him on here to share his experience. The reason why I bring all this up is because Tony said something that I found so inspiring. He said, quote, make the worst day your best day. I just love that and thought I would share because oftentimes we see challenges or trials as the worst day, but yes. instead of viewing it that way, you can turn it around and say, I'm so proud of myself for making it through that and mm -hmm. staying strong. It's funny that you mentioned that because today I took all the kids to Costco. So I've got a four, two, a four and a half, two and a half, and one year old with me. So I got... Indy and Sterling, my youngest, my two youngest, in the cart, and then Max just hanging on the side of it. And we're like, I literally had, I think, $250 worth of groceries. When I go to Costco, I black out. And <laughs> I blacked out today. <laughs> so I'm like going to unload all my groceries, and this like older lady comes by my car and she was like oh my gosh your kids just must be so well behaved she's like not very often do I see a woman with three kids still smiling after grocery shopping and I was like you know what I think it's 50% my attitude 50% their attitude yes, <laughs> she's like well they so seem true. like they're doing so well and I'm like they're the best and honestly I thought about it afterwards and I'm like it's really not it's like 80% my attitude 20% their attitude because I set the tone so easily for my kids just from how they even start their day. I love that. Yeah, today we're talking about how Kendra does it all. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Yeah, that ties in so perfectly. Um, Kendra, in episode one, you had mentioned that in your home, you were running everything as a business. You didn't know how to turn it off. Can you explain more about that? 
Oh my gosh. I feel like because I started my business so young that my boss mode was never turned off. My hustle never stopped. And I think that that ended up coming to my detriment. And, um, gosh, I don't, I don't really know. I guess we're just going to go there. First of all, have you ever just like, I pray a lot that God gives me the words that I need to say. And whether that's me posting on Instagram, whether that's me literally just starting my day. And I prayed that on the way here. And I had to call Scott in the parking lot because I needed to make sure that he was okay with me talking about this stuff. And I'm not going to cry about it because now it's a very beautiful thing. Absolutely. Um, eight months ago, my husband wanted to divorce me. And he literally came to me and was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I want to be alone. I want a divorce. And it was literally like the next following days he was like sending me calling me showing me apartments he was gonna be taking our kids to so it was a very very real thing that was happening in my home and it literally was a switch like a switch went off in my head and I was like I can't live like this anymore and it was like literally 10 years from when I was 17 years old to being 28 realizing that I literally have run my home and my business as I am the boss, I run things and that's how it is. My word is Bible and you need to figure it out. And I understand for literally everybody in my life how incredibly tiring that can be. So I knew that a really big change needed to happen within myself. And I wanted that for myself because I feel like without knowing it, my entire 20s I've literally spent like a shell of a person like I I would always tell people that I like I was a happy person I always put on this face that I was a happy person but I'm like I literally did not know how much of life that I was missing until we went through this and I literally got woken up because my husband was leaving me um because he did not want to be dictated around anymore and that was my wake up call. And we talked for weeks. He did not want to be with me. It was like, he was so checked out. He was so done with the marriage. And then finally he was like, we'll work on it. And I mean, we had a roller coaster of emotions and started weekly counseling. And I just, I knew the person that I wanted to be and I'm her today. And like my marriage is absolutely incredible now. Something that I never knew that I could have and I have it. So, you know, with me doing it all, I've found just in the last eight months, because this happened in May of last year, I found this beautiful balance and I found this newfound love. Like I had a really hard time being a mom. And I share this in hopes that if there's another mom struggling out there with these same feelings that like you realize that that's, you're not alone. And honestly, it was my postpartum that I just never took care of. This wake up call really changed my life in a lot of ways because I love spending time with my kids. I love being with my husband. I love spending time as a family. I have found that on Thursdays and Fridays, I normally am home and I love it. Like, it is, like, my reset. My children are my sanctuary. Like, 
holding them that they are so pure and they are so sweet and I literally am superwoman to them and they don't know anything outside of that to them I am just everything that they could ever need or want and like that is just so humbling to me and I just I love my kids so and then the weekends like we're together as a family we go to church we go to you know playgrounds we go to the trampoline park we go to the mall like we just we do things together and so I do it all because I prioritized what was important to me and I mean I literally cannot even tell you guys how many times I prayed bawled my eyes out because I didn't want to lose my family um I was so afraid to lose my family but I just knew like in my heart I freaking knew I was like this isn't done this isn't over I want my family and you're gonna make me cry don't cry I know I said I wasn't going to cry today, but I can't do it all. And that's where I have to prioritize. And my work was a huge, huge thing for my marriage and my family because my face was in my phone all the time working. I mean, all the time. And it was a constant discussion between my husband and I because I was like, I have to do this. I have to take care of this when I don't. Like what matters the most is what is right in front of me. And that's my family. And they will always come first to me. And I will never like that is I said it in the last podcast. I'll never let anything get in the way of that ever again. So I know what it felt like to literally be inches away from losing that. And I'll never be in that place ever again. So thank God for therapy. And that's it, really. (laughs) That's a wrap. See you guys later. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> no. no, but so how do I do it all? I prioritize. I prioritize what is important to me. And if you want to own a business, if you want to start a job, if you want to start a family, if you want to get married, like you have to prioritize. You have to figure out what is most important to you. And you have to put those things in order. And you got to figure it out. Because... My priorities now look as such. My husband, my kids, my work. My husband will always come first. My kids are a very close second. And work will always be third. I want to talk about that because I know, like, I feel the same way. I feel like, well, I don't have a husband yet. 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 Girl. (laughs) Um. But I feel like my relationship with my future husband is going to be the most important because your kids look up to that. They do look up to us and they and they see every single move. And when I think about the kind of mom I am and the kind of wife that I am, like I want my son to see that and I want my I want my son to say, like, I will not settle for anything less because my mom was incredible. So, you know, my most one of my hobbies is like homemaking. Like I love I love cooking for my family. I love baking for my family. I love making food with my kids. And that's a priority to me. And it's like I like all week this week, there was not a single night that I did not miss making dinner. I made dinner every single day this week. And it's like and that's a huge achievement. It's so important to me. I literally make sure that I'm home in time from work to make dinner so that my family can eat. And I show my love through making food. So 
I just love that now my kids, not that they didn't before because our relationship was not bad before, but it was also not good. But like my kids now have such an incredible example, like right in front of them. And I love that we can give them that. And I'm so thankful for that. And like, I just hope that you guys listening know, like that if you don't have that right now, like it is achievable and you're not doomed. (laughs) I think to be able to care for someone other than yourself is such a blessing. Mm -hmm. It's a blessing to you. It's a blessing to others. I I know I'm young. I'm 21, but I cannot wait to be a mother for that reason. Mm -hmm. And what you said too about like your husband being the most important relationship, we should talk about that. We should. Because I think that so many times as a mom, you get sucked into your kids mm-hmm. and that, you know, you gave them life. They are a part of you or they're part of them. Like, but it's more than that. Like when your kids leave, you're still stuck with that other person. Yeah. So you need to re- nourish that relationship so Absolutely. that you love that person when all of your kids are gone, mm-hmm. because that's a whole new adjustment, becoming an empty nester and just having to live that life and like that's what I want like my partner is my first priority because I know that one day my kids will be gone and I still want to I want to have invested so much time and energy into him that when that time comes like we're just like oh hell yeah so when all of this started and my husband wanted a divorce I knew that a radical change needed to happen. I was in the process of a radical change. It literally was overnight. My husband straight up told me like multiple times. He's like, why are you, why are you being so great? So wonderful. So kind. And I was like, because this is who I want to be. And he was like, wow, this is wild. Like even now, eight months later, he still is like, I am just like loving, enjoying who you are. And So I knew that a radical and huge change needed to happen. And my husband had already done 75 hard. And so I wanted to do it. And it's not a weight loss challenge. It's literally a lifestyle challenge. So if you guys don't know what that is, it's a, um, it's, it's incredible. So you have to do two workouts a day. One has to be outdoors. You have to drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages of a book that has to be a self-help book. And you have to stick to like a meal plan. Doesn't matter what that meal plan is. It just has to be like, you know, relatively good. And then no alcohol too, which really wasn't a big deal for me. Um, So I started it and the first book that I read was The Four Agreements, which literally changed my life. It's such a good book. If you've read it, you know. If you haven't, you need to. I think it's literally like $7 on Amazon. Um, But that challenge just perpetuated this incredible change. Like I never knew that I could be such a happy person. I never knew that I literally could like crave life and like crave adventure and like experiencing new things so much. Like we went ax throwing for the first time in June of last year and it was so fun. That is so fun. It was so fun. We actually just went with Natasha and Nick again. Yeah. Dude, it's so much fun. And I would have never done that before. What like, a random thing. It's so <laughs> random. And they have a bar in there, so you're like, is this safe? Right. <laughs> you literally could kill somebody with this axe and you're giving me beer? Nobody should get in a bar fight there. No. Absolutely not. So 
one of the things that we started around that time, around June, was we started weekly dates, and we have not missed a single weekly date since, and I can tell you that is like a game changer. Um, so I started 75 Hard, and it was just incredible. It taught me self-discipline. It taught me that I have the same time in my day as everybody else, as you know, I've been in the room with millionaires of people that make millions and millions of dollars every single day. And we have the same amount of time. Yeah. And I've met the happiest women who have these wonderful careers and kids and husbands that are amazing. And we have the same amount of time in our days. And I wanted that balance and I'm still searching for it. I'm not perfect at it by any means, but I do feel like I found a really awesome balance that like I am not nearly oh my gosh nearly as stressed out about my job and to be honest before I had Sterling which was last January I freaking hated my job hated my job and I've never hated it I even told Scott when I was pregnant with her I would tell him I'm like I hate my job and I've never felt this way before and it was like I had this radical change that was coming that freaking hit me like a train I know. I feel like you get to a point where just everything bothers you and it can be the yeah. things. Well, and it was like, and everything since then has literally been divine intervention. It's been God's timing. And it's like everything in my life, like my husband and I are like, I hated this trial so much. I would never wish it on anybody, but it had to happen. It had to happen for me to be who I am today. I needed a radical change. I needed something drastic to happen for me to wake up. And it woke me up. And I'm so thankful for it every single day. Like, I do not... I have regrets of how I used to... Of the kind of person that I used to be. And I'm sure that those will go away with continuous therapy. Um, but I love who I am today. I love who I am. I know who I am. It's very clear to me who I am. And... But it's because of those experiences mm -hmm. that you are who you are today. Yep. And I think that that's the beautiful thing. If you are someone who's listening that you want to own a business or you want to be a wife, you want to be a mom, like it is attainable and like you can have that and you can have it all. One of the biggest lessons that I've learned going through this too is like I felt like I grew up in chaos and my life was always chaotic um, and I never knew peace. And so as an adult, I always felt like I had to have chaos in my life, whether it was with my relationships or my work. Um, I always was constantly in chaos. I mean, I don't know if you have noticed a difference in me, but like, I feel like I'm less chaotic of a person just to even like see me in a day. You're not getting a literal Kendra tornado. It's just like, oh, Kendra's here. So, like, I had to remind myself, and even my therapist was like, you are allowed to have a beautiful life without chaos. And mm -hmm. I'm like, that legit was mind-blowing to me. I'd like to know how many of your guys' minds just got blown, too, because no, it's, a I, it's a real thing. I relate to that so much. Like, there are so many people out there that have beautiful marriages that just thrive, and that is, like, such an attainable goal. You're on the same team. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people, I think, struggle with is 
sometimes they don't realize it, but it's like they're going against each other. And it's so easy to do. And like, that's been a big thing for Scott and I recently is like, remembering that we are playing on the same team. And so like discussions that we have had, it's like, okay, is this, is this problem or situation that we're in putting us on the same team or on opposite teams? And that has like been so helpful for us to like realize like, okay, no, this is not putting us on the same team or like, yes, we are feeling very confident and very solid that we are on the same team. I love that. I think it's also okay to ask for help. A hundred percent, dude. Therapy. And like, I honestly, if you are not in therapy, you need to, to seek it out. It, we, I go to stories counseling in Gilbert and, uh, they just opened a location in Tempe and I talk about them all the time. I'm always posting about them on Instagram because we've been going there for over two years now. And it literally has freaking changed my life. I think that a lot of people are afraid to ask for help. And I just appreciate you so much for talking about this because I mean, it's a, it's a strong thing for you to do. Yeah. And Um, like, for real, if you are someone who like needs help, if you need suggestions, like, please just DM me on Instagram, send me an email, send a smoke signal, like whatever you need. Like I'm, I'm here to help you in your journey to be whoever you want to be. You're the maker of your own destiny. You're the yes. only person in your way. Nobody can take that away from you. Nobody yes. can. And what's been really sticking to my mind the last couple of weeks is nobody is you. And like that is your power. And like you need to stand in that power knowing that no one can take that from you. And like that's all. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. <laughs> End scene. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> I love that you post on Instagram, whether you believe in the power of prayer or the power of the universe, how can we support you or pray for you this week? Yes. And I love that because I just think it brings people together. It does. And that's what I want. Like, and that's what the wildfire project is about. Yeah. Like, and that's where, like, I want you guys to know that with this episode, like, you know, how I do it all, you can do it too. You want to be a business owner. You want to change. You want to, whatever you want to do in life, you are allowed to do that. And you don't need anybody's permission to do that. And whatever that thing is that you have been wanting to work on, you're wanting to grow, like, here is your sign to go and do that thing. Yes. I hope this speaks to you. And if it does speak to you, please let us know. Yes. And... Share your story if you want to. I mean. Yeah, I would love that. I I love hearing people's stories. We all go through so many things, and it's like we can all learn from each other. Mm-hmm. And I hope you know that if you're listening to this, that if you are going through a divorce, if you are divorced, if you are remarried from a divorce, like, that is okay that you went through that. Whatever that truth is for you, just stand firm in that and just know that I love and support you. This is such a powerful podcast. I know that was a little intense. I'm sweating. (laughs) And I'm not even talking. Um, It kind of stopped me in my tracks. I I just, I really am. I'm so grateful that you shared that because I think that with social media, you look at somebody and you think, oh my gosh, they're so perfect. And you compare yourself to them. But 
I mean, even me, for myself, I post what I want you to see. Mm-hmm. I don't post my struggles. I'm, no joke. I don't – no one will probably remember this. Some of you girls might, but there was probably two and a half months I wasn't on Instagram. I didn't uh, show my face. I deleted my Instagram for a long time. Like, when COVID came out, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. That was a hard time on socials, for sure. It was. And, I I mean, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I've deleted my Instagram – quite a few times in fact I have quite a few people who are like I messaged you six months ago (laughs) yeah they're like where did you go what are you doing and it's just because sometimes I feel like I can't live up to what I'm trying to be (laughs) we should talk about that next podcast social media yeah social media for sure it's huge I mean it's everywhere it's it's our reality. It's what we live in. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk business, and we'll talk like all things social media. But yeah, I I really admire you for speaking out on it because we are all going through so many struggles, and we are often afraid to talk about them. And I think that we need to talk about them. Um. I thought that it would be fun to play a game of Woody Rather, Esthetician Edition. Esthetician Edition? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask some questions. I posted this on my story, so the stats, that's where they're from. Okay. Okay. Would you rather only do your morning skincare routine or only do your nighttime skincare routine? 24% 24% said morning and 76 said nighttime. What's I was I was part of that. I voted on all those. I know. What's your answer? Nighttime. Agree. Yeah, like because screw you're, morning. You're being exposed <laughs> to like <laughs> pollution and dirt and oil and so yeah, let's close. Well, I'm like out. I want to wash my makeup off every night, so I'm just going to do my skincare every every night. Screw morning. I was honestly surprised 24% said morning. No, I'm not surprised. Would you rather give up your favorite facial serum or would you rather give up your favorite facial cream? 73% said serum, 27% said facial cream. I think I voted serum. Uh, no, I think I vo- voted cream. Did I you? love a serum. I honestly, I really can't remember on that one. But I feel like I would give up cream for sure. So yeah, it had to be. I love serums. Serums make me feel like a powerful woman. I love serums too, but I don't feel like they hydrate me enough. See, I'm I'm a grease bucket. I don't need anything about it. <laughs> grease need, bucket. I'm greasy. <laughs> you see me in the middle of July, I look like a freaking hot dog on the fourth. Like <laughs> it's just your girl's greasy. Oh my gosh, I'm dying. <laughs> would you rather never have a spot again or would you rather never develop wrinkles? Twenty seven percent said develop a spot and 73% said never develop wrinkles. I definitely voted wrinkles on that. I don't give a shit about a spot. (laughs) If I can go the rest of my life without a single wrinkle, I'm down for it. See, I feel torn with this one. No, you can cover up your spots, bro. Yes, listen. I want to age gracefully. I don't want to be 76 and not have a wrinkle. I worked hard for that wrinkle. Maybe you're not going to look 76. What if you look 21 for the rest of your life because you didn't wrinkle? But you just look freckly. <laughs> Big deal. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? 
Would you rather give up using your face wash or would you rather give up using your body wash? 38% said give up using face wash. And 62% said giving up your using and 62% said give up using body wash. Here's my thinking, okay? <laughs> if you give up body wash, you can still use your face wash as body wash. I wouldn't use my body wash as a face wash. Absolutely not. And if you're doing that, stop it. Yes, stop it right now, or we're going to come out of this speaker. This is for you, Scott Harris. I see you with your Trader Joe's body wash over there. It's not helping your pores. That's so I did vote get rid of my body wash, by the way, for the record. Yeah, I mean, that's... I'm not a stinky person, though. I feel like, honestly, if you're naturally stinky, like, you're going to probably say face wash. Okay, but... Like I said, face wash you can use as a body wash. Like I'd rather use True my that. face wash as a body wash than my body wash as a All face right. wash. I feel that. I feel that. Okay. Yeah. Glad we got that. <laughs> glad up. we got that cleared up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you rather have an unlimited supply of makeup or an unlimited supply of skincare? I was shocked with this one because 100% of people answered skincare whoa yeah i know for sure i did skincare i love skincare okay it's so fun okay gotta think outside the box though i would say an unlimited amount of makeup because for a girl who literally doesn't wear much makeup that's weird that you feel that way (laughs) that's true that's true i would say makeup though because you have to change it out but you can change out your skincare okay switch it up but skincare doesn't have as big of an as skincare does not have as big as wow I can't it's not talk. A, as big as a market no 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 it doesn't have an expiration date like mascara does for example like mascara you have to replace every three months skincare is like a year yeah so I feel like you go through makeup faster than you do skincare I don't know I think I stand by my argument that I would probably I think I've, I'm, I'm pretty confident I've won some people over. I mean, with that one. Would you rather give up your face mask or would you rather give up your face mist? 32% said they would give up their face mask and 68% okay, said that they would give up their face mist. I don't give a crap about a face mist. I used one. Really? Yeah, I used one and I, lo- like, I like it, but like I'm giving that away for really? sure. I I carry my like look, it's literally right there. I carry it with me everywhere, and I just hydrate myself. Mm. You know, any time of the day, anywhere, anytime. Face mask, it's like yeah, you use it. No, oh, yeah, but like I feel like the benefits of a face mask are way better than the benefits of a, really? a mist. Yeah, that's my two cents. That's the tea on that. All right, fine. I respect your difference. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, last one. Would you rather never wear deodorant again or would you rather never shave again? 28% said that they would never wear deodorant again and 72% said that they would never shave again. I am almost positive I voted never wear deodorant again. But also, if you judge me for – if anyone judges me for (laughs) saying this, don't talk to me. Um, (laughs) I – wear deodorant maybe one day a week 
I'm not a smelly person. Honestly, deodorant, like, it, I was using men's deodorant. Okay. <laughs> Don't judge me, okay? I was using men's. I feel like using men's deodorant is better than not wearing it at all. So it's okay. <laughs> well, Bearing yeah. all of our secrets. I don't know. Okay, listen. Men's deodorant ugh, smells so good. It smells so good. Women's deodorant, it's okay. It smells like flowers. Do I want to smell like flowers? I don't know. Maybe. Girl, I use the natural stuff. Like, that no, has no scent here's, at all. Yeah. Here's where I was getting is the spice. Like, it has talc in it, which talc is horrible for your body. So I switched to using a more natural deodorant, and I feel like I don't, like, produce smell as much. Yeah, I've used natural deodorants way before it was cool. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty confident that that deodorant causes you to sweat more. Ooh, what a... What a tinfoil hat thought. I know. It's kind of like chapstick. They dry out <laughs> your lips yeah. just so that you'll use it more. So I chose never shave again. No. No. I no, don't know. No. Yeah, I did. That is an easy thing for me. I'm never putting on deodorant ever again. Okay, but here's my thinking. If you get laser hair removal... Same, I can wash my body in the shower every single night. But I'm saying, if you get laser hair removal, you won't need to shave, and you won't grow hair. So my answer is I would never shave again. Loopholes. You found them. Loopholes? Loophole. Loophole. Like, you know, a loophole. Yeah. I, I missed the loop oh, part. Oh, okay. I was like, why are you staring at me like that? <laughs> I was so confused. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, that was fun. That was so fun. Thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Wildflower Beauty Bar, as well as our podcast Instagram at The Wildflower Project. At the end of every podcast, we want to do a Q&A, so please message us any questions you might have. Thanks for listening to The Wildfire Project. We can't wait for you to grow with us.